right, we're live. Nice. Very good. Hey, we did it. Yep. We're back. Most of us. Yeah. No John this yeah. week. John's on vacation in a secret space. Yeah. That uh, we can't. Seems to be having a good time. Yeah. So. At least, yeah, that's what his Twitter sounds like. Sounds like he's uh, buying some video games. Just relaxing. Just yeah. got away from it all. Yeah, so no John this week. Do you know how long his vacation is? Is he back next week? Yeah, he should be back next week. Cool. Yeah. I nice. believe he's coming back on Monday. Right on. Or maybe Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. But what about you? What have you been up to this week? Uh, this has been kind of a busy week, so I'm just tired. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm just, I'm just mentally done, you know? But uh, it's the weekend for me now, so... That's perfect. This is always the start of the weekend for me, and it's a pretty good way to start it. Yeah, time to it recharge. It is a little unfortunate that we talk about stuff before the weekend because I play stuff over the weekend, and sometimes I forget everything I did sure. <laughs> for the next one. Sure, you need like a like a Monday night <laughs> show or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, too bad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's similar for like all of us because we probably all get the majority of our. Uh, gaming down on the weekend so yeah maybe but the nice thing about this schedule is we get most of the news as opposed to like waiting a few days a lot of news breaks on like thursdays and wednesdays for sure so it's pretty good we're it feels like we're usually talking about something that just (laughs) dropped or it's like the awards are happening the night that we go live so (laughs) like true that true yeah well it is what it is yeah uh but let's get into you? it oh yeah what about me um i'm trying to think Is anything, i don't think anything's been going on with me really um mm, no i don't have any fun stories or anything going on okay no nope. yeah it's one of those weeks it's yeah. a february just, just week, a normal so. normal i guess um by the time this show next week uh it'll be past valentine's day you doing valentine's plans no, I never do. We do we do like random spontaneous stuff throughout the year. We don't sure. pay extra like char- seating charges or have to make anything. Is that a thing? It's, Is it like more expensive yeah, to go out on Valentine's Day? Yeah, it can be oh, depending wow. where you go. So it's or like even if you can find a spot, it's just not worth it for us. I we'll don't wait like a week and then do it. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever really done anything on specific Valentine's Day. And usually I'll say to like my partner, like, do you want to go out like, you know, a couple of nights before or after, and then we don't have to yeah. deal with crowds. So I'm trying to, I don't think I've ever done something on Valentine's day. Um, I've definitely tried to before and it was a nightmare trying to plan it. Cause it was, I wouldn't say last minute, but like a month before and people are like, Oh no, you had to book like three months ago for Valentine's day. It's like, Oh, okay. It's like that then. Wow. Gotcha. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't think I even know anyone, man. I don't think I know they anyone who uh, even like takes it seriously. It's all like traditional, can, like old people thing. <laughs> like they need that one day to show that they like care about their significant other. And that's the one day they need to do it. So they got to make sure they buy the like. It's like that it's day and like an their birthday mentality. and then they get the rest of the year off. <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of them forget the birthdays as well sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> sure. The pro uh, movies have a calendar. 
and then like mark off just random stuff like who has a calendar like an actual calendar no like a google calendar okay yeah that they go yeah 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 yeah. i'll tell you who owns an actual calendar my mom yeah that's that is i'm sure my parents do too maybe i don't know yeah actually yeah all right let's do the podcast uh enough of this valentine's day stuff top down perspective february 9th i'm sean booker i'm paul fleck uh before we get into it i want to remind everyone over on the patreon we have a cool bonus podcast coming up at the end of the month uh where every patron gets to submit a game and then the three hosts are going to rank every single game from best to worst you get one submission make it count Uh, we already have a ton of submissions i think we're up to about 28 games so that's already going to be a big list but we have more than twice that many patrons so like i want to hear i want everyone in there like get in there give us a game make this pot like the more games you guys submit the longer podcast you get like so you're just you get more content if you submit more games so yeah if you haven't submitted yet make sure you do that you have until the end of the month to do that um but it's gonna be a really fun podcast and if you want in on that um Every tier of the Patreon will get you some kind of access to it. So go check out the Patreon if that sounds like a cool podcast. Are you excited for it? Uh, maybe. I'm excited for the conversations that might come out of it more than I am. Like, I like I'm just going to be real with you. I don't care about the tier part. I'm excited to, like, have a conversation of why this thing and this thing might, like, um. Yeah, yeah. It's the conversation I'm excited. That's the whole, for. That's the like, whole point. I, yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about the tier part necessarily. It's just going to be the thing that like drives weird conversations. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Exactly. So. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think um, it'll be a fun time. And while you're at it, maybe tell some friends so we can make it just like for my OCD like tendencies a perfect top 100 games. That would have to Get be a lot of friends. Pa- we're, we're get pretty some friends in that Patreon <laughs> to submit something so we have a hundred games. We're, uh, <laughs> we're pretty far off that. That would, that would be a lot of friends. But uh, I will also let people know um, if you're at the top tier of the patrons, the submission thread is live for March's poll. Uh, so go submit a game and we'll put that poll up next week. Sweet. Um, but stuff going on now. Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, I finished Hi-Fi Rush. Like, I wrapped that up completely. Okay. That game is pretty back-heavy with boss-type stuff, which I'm down for. Like, the last few missions was like, oh, man, there's just, like, thing after thing after thing happening. This is pretty sweet. And then that final boss is kind of a motherfucker. <laughs> He's kind okay. of difficult. But, right. yeah, it's fun. That game's great. I'm, That's a easy top ten. I'm glad to already. hear... Um that it gets more bosses because those are probably my favorite parts. It definitely felt to me like there was a point where I was just like, are we going to get another one? Cause it's been a couple stages now and it hasn't really seemed like I got, yeah, they, they come pretty hard and fast by the end, the last cool half, I would say. Cool. Yeah. I think I'm, um, I just, I'm like, I finished the second stage, so I've only played like one. I'm, I'm doing like one a week yeah. <laughs> somehow. Sure. That that game is still just incredible. I really, really like that game. Um I'm yeah. 
so good. Nice. The other the other thing I've been doing is uh, it's Next Fest for Steam, which if right. people don't know or forgot, is kind of like a week long thing where Steam encourages a bunch of its developers to put out demos for stuff they have down coming down the pipeline so people can kind of like just try a bunch of stuff and get hyped for some games or whatever. Um, do you have some like so highlights I, you want to point out? Um, I do. I've just got to quickly find the list of games because I've been deleting them as I went, but like I wrote them down. So I'm going to quickly look for that. Uh, why don't we talk about your stuff quickly? Because I played one of them as well. That's kind of part of this. Yeah, we can talk about that one then. Sure. Uh, Rhythm Sprout. Yeah, I had a I had a few people, yourself included on Twitter, uh, recommending it. Um, and yeah. then a code, what showed, a code showed up in my inbox. So uh, yeah, I redeemed that. Uh, cool. it's, it's okay. Um, it's basically rock band blitz, which, okay. <laughs> um, I liked rock band blitz. Um, and for those who don't know what that means, it's, um, you know, it's a rhythm game. There's unlike rock band blitz. This one has one track chart, but you're using the controller. So you're using like the a button, and the down and one of the fa- uh, the D pad buttons. I'm using left, so A and left are my left and right. Right, and then okay. right bumper is the like I guess the third one that that's a little more rare that pops up, and you're just yeah you, know, you hit them in time. The note track comes down and you do it. There's one thing that it's just I don't even know how to classify it. Like I guess it bugs mm. me. Like it's not even like bad. Because I understand the design decisions, but it just like it just doesn't sit well. It's uncomfortable is. OK, so the songs that they'll make you play, they don't have an actual end, right? The end of right. the stage is when you reach a like the, when you complete the physical distance of I have hit enough notes. The character has walked, stepped forward enough times. I am at the end. Right. As a result the game doesn't really know where the character is in relation to which like which second on the song it is. Right. Cause it has to take account that if you miss notes, the character is not physically moving forward. Right. So your character is not in sync with the song. And as a result, there are parts of songs and stages, I should say, where you will hit some kind of, some kind of like like distance marker, whether that's the end of the stage, whether that's an enemy. Right. Mm-hmm. And as a result, because the song doesn't know where the character is in relation to it, it's not like you're going to reach that part on like a beat on like a specific like at the end of the song. You're going to finish the stage. That's that's not how it works. Or you're not going to reach an enemy like as the chorus begins or as the beat, you know, the, the, the bass drops. It's not nothing like that's going to happen. So. The game has to keep feeding you notes in case you keep missing them. So you'll get to one of these moments and the game will like stop or do a short little animation transition. Like now you're into a fight, but there's more notes headed towards you, but they're just, they just ignore those because, oh, you don't actually need those. You just need to get to this point. So I'm sitting there being like, all right, three coming. Oh no, I guess I'm I'm okay. I'm in a fight now. And it's just, it's just uncomfortable. There, there's a few things like that. So if you pause the game for any reason at all as well, it doesn't do like a countdown, like a three, two, one. It doesn't do like a, even just like, I don't know, rewind it like a step or something. It just picks up again right where you paused it in the middle of the thing, which can lead to some situations of, oh, I guess I'm just going to wait until like 
this bar is done or whatever so I can get back into the rhythm of this. Sure. Like there, there's a few optimizations I think that are probably just quality of life things that should be in every rhythm game that this game kind of doesn't have in that regard. That that one I can agree with. That's like an that's something that has been fixed on Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Like they they fixed for that. years. Mine though, yeah. I I understand that they can't design around it because they've they've decided to the way they've built it is you need like because if like you know worst case scenario the player stops playing the song continues on so they have to keep feeding you notes like I don't know how they fix my yeah. issue it's just you decided to design your game like this so you are stuck with this one kind of weird quirk yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you would do like maybe after a certain amount of notes, it will always like transition to another part of the song that makes that lead up a little more satisfying or better. I'm not sure. I think what you kind of have to do is is you would have to kind of flip the whole thing. And instead of like the character moves forward on on the successful note beat, it's the enemies are always coming towards you. And no matter what, the enemy will encounter you at this moment. So that you yeah. they, they have to reverse it. But this really becomes an issue. I So the at the point I'm at is the beginning of chapter three, meaning I, be, I did the first boss. OK, yeah. In that boss fight, it's basically they they wrote <laughs> they wrote one third of a song and then they mm-hmm. double spa- sped it and then they triple yeah. sped it. So you play the, th- the, th- the same kind of like, I don't know, 45 seconds or whatever, three times. That's the boss fight. When sure. you get so when you walk and you reach the boss, they have to they, they put like a weird beat there and then send you all the way back. And it just yeah. sounds awful because they're literally just like, oh, we need to restart the song right now. So they just slam a note in there audibly. And it's like this is like it doesn't even sound like a cool, like cool bass drop or whatever. They just like, no, we need to make a sound that we're restarting everything. And it's just like a, and restarted again. And I was just like, wow, this is. This is the bit. This is why this is an issue right here, right here. That. Yeah. And that like not only is that an issue, but it's also a missed opportunity on top of that, where it could have been really cool that when you start fighting the boss, that's when the base drops really hard and you're just like, oh, shit. Now it's on. Well, that's the problem, because the game doesn't know at what point in the song you will fight the boss. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, Uh, I think that game is really so. I really like the uh, conceit of you're just like traveling and it's kind of like a weird back and forth, almost like you're controlling the beats are like your legs moving or something. And every now and then you have to put in another beat. That's a dodge action, essentially. Um, right. The, I mean, the beats aren't one to one with your legs. The characters always moving. No, they're not. So that's yeah, that's another kind of weird thing is like, oh, you kind of went for it, but only like halfway. It becomes more so later on when the beats get like really fast. Sure. So it looks a little better in that regard. But yeah, it's uh, it's not one to one. So it is off. Um, I I do like the feeling of kind of like you on the controller going back and forth like and it doesn't matter which button you hit as long as like you're hitting a D pad button. Yeah. Or a face button here. Uh, I I like that. It's kind of good. I'm not a huge fan of the right bumper because it just. It means I have to kind of rotate my right hand just a little bit off where I typically hold it because I need to always have my finger up there. Oh, I see. Like it's Uh, there's like, you know, I'm holding my controller 100 percent normal. But no, this game, I can only hold it 95 percent normal. So it's like just a little off of like, oh, this is okay. (laughs) 
It's interesting because I always have my fingers on the bumpers because I use a PlayStation 4 controller and it's all I've always held a controller that way. So I don't notice that. But what I do notice oh, okay. is that hitting a D-pad like button and the bumper like right after breaks my brain because that, that there's not many weird. games that do that. And <laughs> I had to really decide, do I want to do left bumper or do I want to do right bumper? And I, I ended up going right bumper. But yeah, that it is kind of weird. I think you could do either. Yeah, you can, you but you, you should, yeah. as like a player, decide yeah. so yes. that you build up the muscle memory. Totally. Um, yeah. I went with right as well because it felt more natural to me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's weirdness about it. I think the writing is cuter than I thought it would be. Like, I actually quite enjoyed some of the dumb little gags in it. Everything about it, I thought was just charming. So like, the, it was what stuck cool. out with me with the writing is it's it's just overcooked. Yeah, sure. Like, but uh, I even thought like, wait, this isn't by the developers. No, it's not. But you literally start in like the throne room. You have a vegetable based king talking directly to you, your character. You are looking at them from behind the back. It is a one to one exact shot of how Overcooked starts all of their games. Oh, okay, sure. Like, like it is just it's like there is just one too many things that is exactly the same where it's like this could not have been a coincidence like <laughs> you, you you just took overcooked and, and and switched the onion king to like a broccoli king that's yeah like it's like what <laughs> but it's not the same developer like what why would why is it would the you the same is it the, does tiny build do overcooked they no. don't right no yeah, like there's okay. no like all I can think is they were just like inspired by it or something. Yeah, they just yeah, like I don't I don't even know because it's just like it is weirdly close to like the exact same <laughs> thing. Like you guys didn't do like anything different. Like this is the all you did was swap out the characters. You 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 might have as well have stolen this. <laughs> I'm OK with it as somebody who doesn't play Overcooked. So it, it just totally don't it just seems it. weird it, that it's that close. It, it is kind of like weird. It, it was just really was kind of <laughs> I was put off a little bit by that. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think this game is actually fantastic. I thought it would be just kind of a thing that it's like, yeah, we'll play this. We'll see how like far I get into it if I get into it at all, because I had just finished Hi-Fi Rush. It's like, am I really going to do another rhythm game right now? Like, come on. Uh, but it's it's so different in the way it does rhythm game than yeah I, it's fire rush it's that it's fine thing. yeah and i was kind yeah. of like i'm playing a lot of uh very uh narrative heavy games right now so i was just like i need something kind of arcadey yeah and i have hi-fi rush but i just wanted something kind of smaller even even smaller than hi-fi yeah. rush sure yeah yeah i i think it's fantastic um it is what 20 bucks or something like it's a I think it's very, very good. I think it's a little steep price wise for what I would pay for it. But like a decent sale for like 10 bucks or something. I think it's a fantastic buy. I really enjoy it. Um, sure. But I don't know that I would spend $20 on it myself. Personally. Yeah. I mean, I got a code for it. So I, I did too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm a little cooler on it than you. So I probably also would not spend $20 on it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, do you want to just talk about space for the unbound? Sure. Yeah. This, uh, this is a really cool adventure game, heavy on the narrative. Um, a really nice looking pixel art style. I've been interested in this one. So yeah, Yeah, I was hearing a lot of people talk about it. It sounds like 
Um, I'm I'm at the beginning of chapter three. I believe there's five chapters. And okay. for everyone that I've been hearing has been saying like, yeah, the narrative is great and it really sticks the landing. I'm enjoying what I've seen so far of the narrative. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that it's going to be strong the whole way through. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to say too much about it cause it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but like you are a boy, like a high school boy. Um, this is an Indonesian developer. You're in Indonesia in the nineties and you have the ability to like jump into people's minds, psychonauts style. Okay. Um, cool. And that's not the like main thing you're doing. You're not just like jumping from main person to person, but every now and then someone you know like the there'll be a few people in each chapter that are like going crazy or super angry for whatever reason and you need to kind of like figure out what's wrong with them so you jump in their mind and you do some some adventure game kind of stuff it's a lot of like oh this person needs this item but to get this item i need to trade this item so it's a lot of kind of running around trading the items figuring out okay well how can i get these to bring it to this person to get this thing to bring it to that person that's the like very kind of like black and white breakdown of it. It's an adventure game, but the writing is is real strong. The characters are really cool. Not only can you like jump in people's minds, but it's hard to even tell like what it is reality and who are, who's the good person. I don't know. There's it's teen drama. Someone can like stop time or reverse time. The it the game gets dark. I will say that. Uh, it starts sure. off with a warning of like self-harm and suicide as some trigger sure. warnings at the beginning. Um, I don't even know if my the main character's alive because in the prologue they drown or they don't drown because then they get turned into a light orb in the sky. So I'm not exactly sure Classic. what is what is real and what isn't. Um, but it's pretty enjoyable. I'm, I'm really I'm loving the look of it. Uh, it's got it's you know it's got some fun references it has a mock uh phoenix Wright court battle that i just did where i literally had to okay. contradict what the person said with the evidence and so that's always a, a fun fun thing for me um if you like visual novels uh you'll probably be pretty into this that's a space for the unbound so did you play the prologue before the actual game yeah you have to yeah Oh, you have to. Okay. Like the first gotcha. thing you'd play is the prologue and then it starts chapter one. No, there's that. two different things. There's space for the unbound prologue, which is free. And then there's the actual game. Oh, on Xbox, there's not two different things. It's all in one. Gotcha. So I would. Okay. I don't know. I, I might you, try you, the prologue out to see if I. Yeah, you might vibe. as well play the pro. The prologue's like maybe 30 minutes, not even. So. Okay. Yeah, the other I might do that. The other chapters are probably like two hours each. But the prologue is. Short. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. The, so, how long to beat had it at like 10 hours? I was going to say, so like by your estimation, maybe 10 hours ish. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's not so bad. Honestly, I thought I kind of thought this might be one of those like 20 to 30 hour things. Like it looks like it could could be long depending. Nope. Um, but yeah, I, I think one of the strong points is the, the visuals. Uh, I think it has a really nice yeah. looking uh, art art like pixel art style. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Cool. Cool. All right. I have a list of stuff that I played. Um, yeah, I'll just talk about the ones that I thought were particularly interesting that maybe haven't been talked about like at all if or whatever. Uh, if you like Metroidvania stuff, a game called Rusted Moss, uh, kind of cool, um, kind of basic like art style and whatnot. But the thing that got me is that it has this 
weird grapple hook mechanic that like you use to swing around, but it also kind of acts as a bungee and a way to like move in the air in some ways. And it's kind of look, it's not great. It's kind of janky, but it's interesting and kind of like engaging in a way, because even if you fall on spikes or whatever, because of the grapple hook, you'll just like spawn immediately where you died, like on the ledge. So you can try the jump again. Okay. And I just found it pretty fun. Uh, So rust and moss was that what that was called. And it just kind of has a cool uh, aesthetic to it overall. Man, I'm looking Uh, at this like this like bungee jumping. This looks like it could get hard. Yes, exactly. Like Uh, I could imagine it wasn't. I can imagine that they're not going to make you do like really hard stuff for like the main campaign. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's like some challenge rooms where you got to get like really good at how to fling yourself around. There was like even like a power up or a secret area or whatever that to get to it, I had to like fall a specific amount and then bungee up and then like grab myself on the top on like a ledge or whatever. Yeah, I could see it definitely getting crazy at some point. Um, in regards to just like another Metroidvania that might be worth checking out, After Image was uh, pretty good. I think this was the Modus one. Uh, it honestly, it's all about the uh, visual style. I just, it's just a really, it reminds me of Sundered a little bit, like a really crisp, clean, animated background and character models and stuff, and just very, very pretty very ori like uh i won't say it's as far as ori in like its quality but it's pretty close uh so i thought that was just a really pretty game yeah um a a sister's journey is like if celeste was a metroidvania and madeline had a gun (laughs) there's like some combat stuff in it uh it's hard platforming and like that game is interesting in how like you could take two things that are normally very cool apart from each other putting them together kind of feels like it ruins the pacing of either this looks so Um, much like celeste (laughs) it's very celeste uh the problem is the thing about celeste that was very good is those levels flowed really really nice uh where these levels do not they're from what i've played in the demo because there's a lot of stopping and puzzle platforming well they're they're uh, not like like, combat they're not like screens right they're like much bigger yeah yes exactly which i don't know i the thing is is that again it's called a sister's journey in case people want to check it out the thing about it is that i didn't think it was necessarily bad but i don't know how much I would want to play like how long I would want to play it just because it felt very it felt weird. It's hard to explain, but it's just weird. It's Um, pretty like it looks some of some really nice lighting. It's cool looking. Yeah, it and like you said, it's extremely Celeste. It looks (laughs) like it looks like if they took Celeste and like what if everything was like glowing like all the time? (laughs) Yep. And uh, what if she had a gun and you can upgrade that gun? Yeah, so then, that's then it would definitely not well. be Celeste, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just seeing if there's... I played God of Rock, which is the fighting game rhythm game, because I apparently can't get away from rhythm games at all. This is... uh, You have two characters on the screen, like, 
like a fighting game, but all of your inputs are Guitar Hero-esque and you push a button when it comes up. And it's definitely not for me. Like, I didn't enjoy it that much. I think it is for, like, a certain type of person. Uh, the thing that I found cool about it or interesting is that fighting against an enemy, some of, like, the special attacks that you put in, like, a fighting game. Like, you'll get special meter by doing well on the rhythm part. And uh, you can use that special meter to put in, like, quarter circle forward X, or I guess RT is the button for special moves. And, like, depending on the character, they'll do, like, a special kick or a fireball or something like that. Um, what are you the, What are you pressing to input? Because some of these note tracks have so many notes. Yeah, uh, you use the stick to input that stuff. But otherwise, the problem is, is that it's a little frantic in that you are consistently trying to keep up with the note track. You're not getting to see the cool fighting animations because you're so focused on not fucking up the note tracks. Because if you fuck up a note and your opponent doesn't, that's what like you take damage from. So the whole time, if you're both doing perfectly, you're kind of like parrying each other is how the fighting game part goes. Um, uh, what I found kind of interesting though, is that one of the, I don't know if this was a character based thing or if it's all of them, but I put the AI on extreme difficulty to see like how badly you could get messed up in this game. And I don't know if it was a character or something, but there was a special move that every time he did it, it would like add fake notes to my track to fuck up my rhythm and like my brain basically. And I thought that was kind of an interesting way to play with like this concept of the fight. I'm trying to pay attention to what buttons I'm supposed to push. And all of a sudden this dude just put two other buttons that are fake on the track. Rhythm Sprout does that. There's there's traps you have to avoid. You know what else does that? Um, the rock, rock revolution the konami oh, revolution. game there's poison the poison notes. yeah so yeah. they took that from rock konami's rock revolution yeah again god of rock it is so not really my thing but i know that like i should talk about it because it's probably somebody out there's thing i'm so curious <laughs> if they'll support uh guitar controllers <laughs> If they do, I would try it again with that because for some reason that just makes more sense in my brain than pushing some of these button combinations. Although I don't know if those controllers plug into a PC natively or if you have to like like mod it yeah. somehow. Well, I could probably Bluetooth it, right? Well, and I mean, the, the wired ones, will, will some of them will have uh, USB, so they'll definitely plug into yeah. a computer. I just don't know if they'll work with the computer because there wasn't a... There was no official like PC Guitar Hero, right? Or Rock Band. So right, to but get there's them, a ton. I'm of, sure there's a ton of third party stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but then you're asking yeah. this developer to like support a like third party <laughs> thing that is using the controller. So like, why would they go? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, the last one I'll talk about for right. Oh, whatever. The second last one I'll talk about is called Bramble, the Mountain King. And oh, this, is, uh, I, this this was on a one of the some lives live stream we watched. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is think Germanic folklore thing meets like an inside uh, side scrolling adventure type game or whatever. 
it's a uh, super it's super cool actually it yeah. looks it looks very very nice uh it has some of the best grass and moss textures i've seen in a video game which makes sense because you're small in this demo and you're like running through it but it has some like cool horror parts as well that feels little nightmares esque where like an enemy is trying to kill me and i'm having to hide behind rocks or fallen branches and stuff to ensure i don't get killed by one of his attacks or running away from him while he's slowly crawling at me through the mud or whatever like it's cool it's such a cool game and uh i hope i hope that one does well because i think i really really like folklore stuff that i'm not very familiar with like celtic germanic folklore i don't know very well in the way that i know some other folklore stuff that's more popular so i love to see that sort of thing Steam is telling me this game um, in the in the more like this category it has God of War. Is this kind of like God of War? No, it's absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> From is what it, I can tell. Is it kind of like Sonic Frontiers? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what isn't? Yeah, right? okay. It, but it, is it yeah. kind of like Uncharted, like the Legacy of Thieves collection? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's more like Uncharted than God of War. I'll say I'm that. Just, well, God of War is the first one. So I have to like, <laughs> apparently it's like God of War. It's like Silent Hill 2. Um, it might be scarier <laughs> than Silent Hill 2 from the little bit I played. Would you say it's kind of like Death Stranding? Yeah, it's probably the most like Death Stranding. Oh, okay. Well, then this thing is, running. is pretty accurate, I guess, then. Yeah. Uh, the last game I'll talk about is the one that's no shock. It's System Shock. Like, oh, okay. of course, <laughs> I was going to play this so far. Um, Yeah, man. Like, if you wanted to play System Shock... And like you missed it, like I never finished that game, the original, the original System Shock Two. So I'm all in on playing this and uh, kind of experiencing that in full. That demo is fantastic, but it just made me want the game, so it did its job and uh, made me crave that thing. Runs beautifully uh, on PC, at least, and yeah. I, I just think that thing is super cool and I can't wait for more of it. I didn't have like a whole lot to say that's interesting about it. It's just like that thing exists and it seems to run pretty good and is pretty cool. So nice. That's exciting. Have to you, me. Has, has you hopeful. It has me hopeful. So I think I played 15 or 16 out of the 30 demos that I've downloaded. So I have more to go to. It sounds like there. there's hundreds of demos to download. Oh, yeah. yeah. I only downloaded the ones that, first of all, I knew that I wanted to try out and then a bunch that looked cool. I mean, like one of the ones that I downloaded is the case of Benedict Fox or whatever. The like, last uh, case of Benedict Fox. Try. Yeah. The last case of Benedict Fox. Like, obviously, I wanted to play that. Well, you uh, know, true fans of the last case of Benedict Fox only play it in front of Reggie fils while a bunch of people are watching and it's real. No, awful. that's only people that live in San Francisco. Yeah, true. Or like LA, that's I guess, the, that's, probably. That's the real way <laughs> to, to play Last Case of Benedict true. Fox. Yeah, true. Uh, and Gestalt, Steam and Cinder, which is a game I know John is excited for. Yeah, so there's still more things I need to play. Um, I guess if any listeners have suggestions before this thing's off, hit me up and I guess I'll take a look at them because why not? I, I like playing these demos and I like going through them. Cool. So, yeah, that's all I've been doing, though. All right. Well, let's talk about some news. Uh, it's all Nintendo yeah. this week. Um, 
So, uh, you know, of course, we're going to talk about a Nintendo Direct, probably one of the best directs in quite a while, in my opinion. It was definitely the holy shit, that's back or that still exists direct. <laughs> um, yeah, I was definitely excited. There was there was moments of this direct where I was cheering. One point I almost fell out of my seat. I was so shocked and excited. Um, uh, I have a and, yeah. I, I have this Kotaku article. They decided to put it in order of things that this writer is excited about as opposed to chronologically. So oh, thanks a lot that. to that. But we'll just go through this person's ranking of them, um, starting sure. with Metroid Prime Remastered. Yeah, I don't care about this that much, but it's cool that it exists. Like, why not? It is cool. I'm I'm surprised it's not the trilogy and that they're going to make people pay one hundred and twenty dollars for these three games. I, I was also kind of surprised. The thing that gets me excited is that I might maybe pick this up, rip it to my PC and play it in an emulator with keyboard and mouse. Put it on, put the, it on the Steam Deck pretty good. and then have a better running one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I could play the Dolphin one, but this one looks better. Like I've seen side by sides and it just looks like the better one. People seem very happy with uh, sure. with this version of it. Um, it looks good. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp resurfaced. And it is yes. coming out April 21st. I guess we are far enough away from the war in Ukraine. Um, that they As long as uh, China chills out and whatever, we might be Nathan's we might prediction, be good. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious why they chose April 21st, since, as we understand, this game is finished. So what, what do they need yeah. another couple months for? But I, I guess it's just the yeah. release schedule they need stuff. I I don't know. But that's, yeah, yeah April 21st. So. Um, looking forward to that for sure. Samba de yeah, Amigo Party Central. I mean, this was the first one that I was like, holy shit, Samba? What the hell? <laughs> So it's coming back. You can use the Joy-Cons to shake them like maracas. It's coming out this summer. You excited? Yeah. You going to get Samba de Amigo? Yeah, I'm probably going to get this. Okay. I What I'm kind of hoping for is a special edition with little mini maracas. <laughs> I don't know. Do they do? I, I don't think it. they do that. They definitely don't do it as much as yeah, they did for the Wii. I'm just wondering if they've done it at all for the, the, the Switch. They do have mario kart little wheels that you can put yes. the joy cons in similar to the wii mote for mario but i haven't seen a ton of those then again i don't spend a lot of time in like walmarts compared to what i did when yeah. the wii was out so yeah fair uh kirby's return to dreamland deluxe they showed more of that i don't really like that kirby game but you know i did play it the wii that's the wii one <laughs> I think it's kind of cool that they're adding like Magalore's lost magic or whatever the fuck his his, his like epilogue adventure of him trying to sure. get his mojo back. Yeah. Why I, not? That's typically what they do whenever they kind of, you know, port these is they add, you know, a funky mode or, yes. or something else. Um, but yeah, uh, Bayonetta Origins, they showed more of that. I believe previews of this came out earlier in the week. Uh, they were surprisingly positive, uh, which which shocked me. I'm still um, like even more so after seeing this. I'm still of the opinion that this was another game that they threw Bayonetta's name on to sell it. Right. Which so that had me thinking like I, I, it's probably going to be kind of mediocre, but they're trying to sell more right. with Bayonetta. So when the previews came out being positive, 
That's why I was pretty shocked. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, there was a whole bunch of random anime stuff, including Master Detective Archives Rain Code, which I don't even remember which anime thing this one was. This was Danganronpa with different detectives with powers that you can solve mysteries. Okay. So that's coming at some point. Disney Illusion Island. I thought this actually looked pretty nice visually. This art style is cool. Yeah. <laughs> it like reminded it. me a lot of... Uh, DuckTales. I was going to say with the Rayman, the last couple of Rayman games. Sure. Those uh, platformers. It reminded me of that a sure. lot. Um, only local multiplayer. So thanks a lot. Yeah, that's that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> It's 2023. What are you doing? Uh, They showed some Pikmin 4. There's like a dog thing now. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm still pass on Pikmin, so I didn't care about that. Obviously, they finished off with Zelda. I'm surprised Zelda's not at the top of this list. What? How did this person categorize this list? Okay. Anyway, Uh, they showed more of Zelda. They gave it a release date. That's probably the big thing, uh, which they did not mention in this article. Oh, oh yeah it's may okay something. i don't actually remember it like let me may quickly 14th look. it's gonna be at the end of this trailer no, may, may 12th. 12th there we go yeah who wrote this john walker <laughs> God. oh God, shit on blast words for you man feel they, free to come on and they put the other release dates for these games and then didn't put the zelda one absolutely just yeah uh xenoblade chronicles 3 expansion pass volume 3 what are your thoughts paul uh one day i would like to play one of these and just kind of see what i think the combat has always looked like something i would vibe with so maybe one day this i don't care about obviously yeah um i'm happy for the people doing this fashion dreamer this is 100 not for me but i was thinking to myself while watching it like you know what it's cool that we live in an era where there is something that is just so not for middle-aged white guy in a game thing that's cool sure uh, i'll read the quote here suggest new outfits for them to grow as an influencer gross sure yeah okay uh we saw tron identity that's the visual novel from mike bithel's studio in the tron universe i'm not interested at all in this i'm very myself. interested in i i'm a big fan of mike bithel so and tron is cool did you hear we're getting a Tron's new tron okay. movie with jared leto Great. Jared Leto's never done a bad movie, so I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. More importantly, Ghost Trick coming to the Switch. It's actually coming to everything. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. I think it might be time for me finally to go back and play through Ghost Trick as I've forgotten most of that story, uh, except for like the big reveal at the end. I think it's time. I think I'm going to do it. I did say that, oh, maybe I'll finally finish it now. And I've been told, like, we're going to hold you to that. So now there we go. All I'm saying is they took this. It's the best DS game. Ghost Trick is the best DS game. I will I will fight anyone on that. The and regular DS. I'd have to see a list, but I don't know. Maybe. Well, the way you worded that makes me think that there's a 3DS game that you're just like super fan of. There's no way it could pass that. Uh, no, I think there's a lot more better games than Ghost Trick, but just in general. So I'm, I just don't know if they're on the DS. I think it's the best DS game easily. Okay. Uh, Dead Cells returned to Castlevania. We got a release date for that, which this person did not include. So I got to scrub through this uh, trailer once again. March 6th. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I knew it was close. I mean, this looks great. This looks exactly like what I wanted. 
what it does, what it says it does on the tin. So cool. They didn't put the release date of a uh, ghost trick either. Also, this video, is this just an old video or is this a new one? Summer 2023 is what it says. Okay. Oh. The, the video, I mean. All right. Uh, Deca Police. I thought this actually looked kind of cool. This was another one of the like many anime games that exist. This was cute. Yep. I thought it was cute. This this looked pretty cool. And then they put in like combat mechanics. And I was like, oh, this game's going to be like 40 hours long. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's more Splatoon coming. Yeah, I, I don't thought, care about that. I either. thought this was pretty silly because so the there's an expansion pass and the first part of the expansion pass is they're bringing the Splatoon one city and you can now go there. And then they mentioned that all the stores in there sell the same stuff as the stores in the regular city. So what are yeah. you getting? <laughs> well, that's the thing is that like it sounds like it's a nostalgia wave and I didn't have that. So I don't care about like this you're just going to go over there to just like stand there and like look at the city. Well, that's the yeah, worst. So. <laughs> um, they teased further parts of the expansion that, that seemed like there's some like story content coming. That seems a little. Interesting. I'm interested to see what that is. Yeah, that got me a little bit more. Oh, OK. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage has an expansion pass. Of course it does. Uh, yep. That's a good game. Harmony, The Fall of Reverie. I don't really remember this one. This was the weird one where you just make a bunch of choices and like you side with like. They're like personified ideals like power and chaos or something like that. Okay. I don't know. It it seemed very visual novel like that's all it is is a visual novel so i don't know it could be good maybe octopath traveler Pretty 2 clean. they announced a demo yeah. i think the demo's out now and like the first one the the demo uh progress will carry over mm-hmm. uh we love or we heart katamari was announced a a uh, port of that is coming yeah the oh the etrian odyssey collects collection was announced sea of stars got a release date that uh, this person did not mention <laughs> the back of this trailer oh is it not in the trailer either oh here we go no uh, august 29th man it seems like the easiest part of writing the article is put like the one thing you should put is probably that yeah or or like you know any of the information you have like yeah i don't know yeah i don't work for kotaku omega strikers this was um what is that frisbee uh game windjammers i mean this is air hockey basically or windjammers yes yeah exactly. this, this is air hockey but visually and i would assume mechanically it's windjammers with just this has people. been out for a long time it's it, just coming to switch right yeah, yeah this has been out on pc as uh, before yeah uh, okay, some more exciting stuff. Uh, Switch got Game Boy and Game Boy Advance is now part of the Switch Online service. Why is that so low down here? I thought that was pretty big, but hey, I there's guess a lot of there's a lot of questionable care. things about this. Uh, <laughs> it's under the fashion game, so like by a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't. So Game Boy is part of like the the standard Switch Online service, and Game Boy Advance games are part of the. What is it called? The Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass or something? Expansion Pass or something. Remember that yeah. horrible name? Expansion is? Pack, I think. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. It's not a great name. Um, 
They're starting with a lot of games you're excited for. Golden Suns yep. there. Hell yeah. Minish Cap. Uh, Tetris. I've never played Minish Cap. Now Minish I Cap, could. Minish Cap is good. Yeah. Um, it seems like uh, and with the Game Boy, you can switch between like Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color aesthetics. So that's kind of nice. That's cool. Yep. Um, WarriorWare is there. Pretty much uh, most of the ones you'd, you'd want. So that's great. That's a great feature. I would love to just buy some of these. Oh, yeah, and sure. Not have to yeah, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Similar yeah. to like uh, Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade's getting a lot of cool stuff. And it's like, I would can I just like buy it. I would just like to buy it. Yeah. I wish that was there was an option there as well. But we live in a subscription based world now, so I should just shut up. True. Uh, there's a new fantasy life coming. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I didn't play. I just don't care about also. fantasy life games. OK, the most important one. Hit the ball. Professor Layton is back. Yeah, he's back. It's not Catriel. It's not his weird brother that was on the iPad one. Professor Layton and Luke are coming back. Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. Holy smokes, I'm so excited. Give me my matchstick games. That's what I, I want those. I want those puzzles. Yes. Hell yeah. I'm so glad. Can we say that this is also on this list one of the last things? This is one of the last things, put. which I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, because like, they didn't actually announce anything except that it's back. Like, yeah, and there's like a tw- so. the video is like 20 seconds long. They didn't. They did nothing yeah. about it. But just the. I'm just so glad that they didn't like decide we're done. They're going back to what they should be doing, and making more Professor Lightning games. Hell yeah! I hope it's a trilogy. Let's let's go. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart. They talked about the next wave for the expansion there. Yep. Batten Kaidos 1 and 2 HD or Master, the GameCube games. Yeah. That that was the other like, wow, really? <laughs> Holy shit. Someone's asking me how would how would I feel if the two latent characters who kind of suck were in that game? They, it's fine if they show up. I just want to be I want Professor Layton. Capital P, capital L. I want him there you know sword fighting being a classy gentleman you know solving solving murders well yeah that's who i want sure yeah yeah anyway it was a good direct i thought it was a really good direct something for everyone in there a lot of exciting things a lot of surprises we didn't see coming for sure yeah yeah it was cool um and this next new story another nintendo one is I'll, I'll just read the title here. Nintendo announces 10% pay raise for devs despite lower profits. It sounds like this is just going to be a, uh, a Japanese based thing at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think this is cool considering every week we talk on the show about developers just kind of getting the shaft <laughs> and we, we have something nice to point towards for once. Um, what's extra cool about it is Nintendo announced a 20% switch sales drop in its latest financial report but still plans to institute a 10 percent pay raise um that's very cool on them it does sound like a lot of this is being kind of forced upon them due to the government it sounds like japan is getting hit pretty hard um yeah other companies have done this as well with their uh, in, I, in, inflation and with the economy going on in japan so it sounds like the government is is kind of mandating a lot of companies are doing this for their employees um yeah Still just it's good to see they're doing poorly. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is not the first time Nintendo has done something kind of cool like this amongst all of the 
you know, we're hearing about layoffs so much these days. I saw like a tweet going around where they reminded us like back in 2008, Iwata like cut his salary in half because they were performing yeah. poorly. Like, that's just cool. You don't see that ever. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate because theoretically that's the way it should always go. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, but, yeah, you know, it's, it just sucks that it doesn't. Yeah, so that's <laughs> capitalism for you, baby. But anyways, let's champion Nintendo 10% for their Japanese uh, staff at the very least. Um, and like yeah, I said, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, it's unclear. I'm going to read this Americans. part of the. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were done and we're off by a few seconds. <laughs> um, I'm going to read this part of the article as well. It's worth noting other Japanese publishers also did this. Capcom instituted average across the board raises of uh, 30% last year and Bandai Namco increased monthly pay by an average of $435 per employee. So, yeah, it's I hope we see more news like this. I would say don't hold your breath. Like I said, the government had to get involved for this one. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's going to do it for the news this week. So let's do some questions. If you want to send in some questions, it's top perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. This first one comes from Sukusuku, who writes, what direction do you think of when I say X button? Uh, bottom, like you know, down. I, I do also think that, despite Xbox being my core, my primary console, which in that case it would be God left. I think it's left, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. I have yep. one right in front of me. What am I doing? It's left. Yeah, <laughs> it is left. Why is it not? <laughs> but for some reason, I still think about it down, and I don't use my PlayStation nearly as much. But I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. Yep. Here, here's a here's a uh, bonus one. A, where's yeah. A? Uh, down. Absolutely down. And it's weird on yeah. Nintendo. It's not, despite them having it like first. I don't care. It is weird because I guess I never really thought of the buttons. There were there like as many quick time events on the SNES, like in games. I mean, probably not. But still, like, well, I guess for them it would have been reading right to left, so it made sense. A B. Oh. For us, yeah. left to right, B A. No, like what do you no. It's just weird that like I grew up with Nintendo systems and it didn't imprint on me like at all. And I'm wondering if it's because on there wasn't a lot of games on the screen that would be like rapidly make sure you could do like X, then A, then Y, then B, like or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting. It is weird. I don't know how we're going to do this next one. Yeah, this next one is somewhat visual uh, from Rasterman. He says, this is from mid last year, but just now I've seen a pop around. What's your indie game variety score according to this template? He there's is this actually 100 games? I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, Um, there's there's well, okay. there's actually 99 games. They pointed out that Slay the Spires on there twice somehow. Oh, sure. Um. Which of these indie games have you played? One point per box checked. Um, Listen, I can't just sit here and count in a podcast. I'm going to say I've easily probably played 80 of these. Like, there's probably 20 I haven't. Um, I won't say I've beaten 80 of them. 
that, that, but I play that's, a lot that's of true. games. Like, if I played less than an hour, does it still count as I've, I've played it? If I have booted it up, less than an hour, I would say. Well, it depends on the game. Depends on the game. I, well, so the, because FTL, if you did one run, that's half an hour. I would say you played. If I've it booted it up, does that count? I think you had to have played probably some of it. Like, if there was a tutorial, you had to at least get through that. I'm just trying to think of it. I would say. Because I don't know why I'm thinking that, but I want to say when I looked at some of these, it was like, oh, yeah, I, I loaded it up, but I didn't actually start it yet. Uh, oh, I see. No, I wouldn't count that then if you haven't really started it. I'm trying to think, why did, I, why did I say that? And I'm trying to see if there was an example on here where I did do that. And Actually, you know what? There is an easy way I can do this. I'll count the ones I haven't done and then subtract it. Uh, this is like but this all. is the worst podcasting stuff. We're just sitting there going I, like one, two, three. <laughs> I know, man. I know. There. You know what? I'm just well, gonna I read. The, think... I'm gonna read the next question. Yeah. The Phantom okay. Aegis writes, "What is your favorite European cuisine?" I suggest to not say the most common answer, Italian cuisine, but it's merely a suggestion. I mean, okay. If I think hardest about it it might not even be italian because i'm not a giant pasta fan oh man well well, pizza's italian no wait which one's pizza i don't know if it is but even if it is i'm not a giant pizza fan i just get it because it's easy so yeah it is italian yeah 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 see that's i think that's part of the reason is like pasta like everyone likes pasta like it's just like no, I don't really. Really? Though. Oh yeah, wow. really. I don't. I'm not a big fan of pasta. Oh wow. Okay. Like I feel like, much like pizza, it's like everyone likes pizza. Like it's hard to really screw it up that bad. And yeah, like, you can like, just, you just get to cover the cheese. <laughs> if you're gonna give me an option for stuff, I won't usually choose pizza. But like I like pizza if somebody will order it. So like I'm not. I'm overall not huge into into Italian stuff, I guess. Just in general. Like, probably Spain, because it's closest to what I grew up eating. A lot of, like, Spanish-Mexican-type cuisine. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I like Greek food a lot. Greek food is great. That's a good choice. I like Greek food a lot. Um, I'm just trying to see, like, what are these other countries so so I can kind of figure out some of their dishes. Is there like an obvious one that we're not thinking? Well, it's, a, that's it's like, Italian. Not, that's like that's the obvious yeah. one for sure. Um, it, yeah, it is. You're right. Some of these are just like a joke, like England with fish and chips. N- nah. Yeah, the thing is, is that the really English dishes I'm not a fan of either. Like the ones that are like direct from there. Like I don't like blood pudding. I'm just not a fan of it. Haggis or and bangers Scotland. and mash. Um. I do like the the very sausage based meals of Germany when I was oh, there. Oh, Germany. Yeah, German German food is great actually. That's a good one. If I was going to go like nostalgia bit, it, like it might have to go France because my mom cooks a lot of French stuff because of her descent, but Yeah, I mean a lot of just foods that we eat all the time here are from originate from france that's a good answer i mean honestly you go poland you get pierogies yeah i could take a leave of pierogi i'm never like chomping at the bit for one oh, but man, pierogies, okay. pierogies are so good and if and i went to a, there was a there was a bar 
near my college that would do a pierogi night where it was pretty much nachos, but pierogies and holy smokes. That is so good. Um, sure. I'm probably just doing the easy one, like Italian, like pasta is delicious pizzas. I can eat pizza whenever. So I'm like, I'm doing, yeah. Okay. And in the chat, yeah, I'm also getting quite hungry from this and I've already brought, I know dude, it's not great. (laughs) My mouth is watering. Uh, there's about 10 or 11 that I haven't played off, off this yeah, list. Did it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah, games did like, you bother? like Slime Rancher, I probably played 10 minutes of it and went, I don't think this is for me. Does that count? I, I'll count it, but that like that's one of the ones I haven't played. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll count it, though. Sure. You could count that. I probably okay. I mean I I'll just I'm probably less than on. that. Like I've probably played less than uh 90. But not by you too th- much. 80s probably pretty close. Just yeah, I'm probably somewhere right. around 70 to 80 just kind of generally looking through this. Sure. Some of these I've never even heard yeah. of. Yuppie Psycho? Have you heard of that? Yeah, I've been meaning to play Yuppie Psycho for a oh, while okay. actually, but I never got around to it. Is that like really long? Does anybody this is probably not the time for that. For me, it's like coffee talk. I haven't played. I don't even know what behind the frame is. Um, coffee talk rock. I, have, I am so excited for coffee talk episode two. I haven't played frog detective. Um, you should play frog detective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. It's very, very good. Uh, I haven't played yuppie psycho. That was another one. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot on here that like. I, I will say if you're the question is how many have you heard of all of them except for one and that's I don't I literally don't know what behind the frame is in fact I'm going to look it up right there's a now. few of these you you may Nikki you may Nikki yeah that's I, a that. RPG maker horror type thing hell taker haven't heard of that either behind the frame game yeah I've never heard of that one yeah I've not ne- I don't think I've ever even seen this before I also don't know what behind the frame is. 10 out of 10 on Steam. Apparently, I should know what it is because people like it, but whatever. Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah. Okay. I, I still haven't. I don't I, think. I, I, I have seen this before. I think I've looked it up on like iOS uh, a few times. Yeah. Uh, How come there's no FMV question? games on this? It's a good point. It's a little bias, man. Like, that's a whole genre that this person decided to ignore. Yep, true. But, but you know, they put plenty he of does have the bonus. <laughs> he does have the bonus question of how many of the ones that you've missed do you own? That's kind of interesting because I think I own a good portion of them. <laughs> I just haven't played them. Yeah, well, I'm trying At to think, like, how would I have played them? But it's probably Game Pass. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, if you put Game Pass in there, I probably own. I feel like most of these ones, though, I I do own. I'm trying to think like which ones are just Game Pass for me, and it's yeah. Oh, I think I own most of the ones that I've played. Do you think that like John's not here to weigh in on this? Do you think out of the three of us, we have a perfect hundred out of a hundred? 
like you know, for TDP. Mm, I don't think so, because I don't think John would actually be that helpful. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> I bet his number is the lowest for us. And based on the ones that we don't know of, I highly don't think he knows those ones like behind the frame. John's never playing behind the frame. That looks like a very me game. Like that looks super like visual. Like, yeah, it does kind of like sad a narrative, you know? It does look like a you game. Yeah, that's true. The animation style is kind of sick, though. Like, it's neat looking. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like collectively we have like a 98 or 97 or something. I think we're probably high. I, I really don't think John is helping out. Like, I here's I would be shocked if John has played any of these that you or I haven't. So I, oh, I don't know that if I would be shocked necessarily like, about like, that. What, but. What, could, what could possibly be it? Like it, at this point, you're you're basically looking at your list because you're going to have more than I am. What game do you well, think that you haven't played? Do you think John has? Keep in mind, he also does the fortune cookie stuff, so he's probably like p- touched a bunch of these for a while. Maybe um, I'm but I'm just saying if I was a betting man, I bet he would not help out. OK. Um, he might, I could see him playing yuppie psycho. Honestly, I could see him, John trying that game out. I will. I mean, I'll take your word for it. Cause I don't know a thing about that. So may, yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, it's an interesting question. This is just a really hard one for an audio podcast because it, yeah. it's a giant list. So, um, okay. Next question is from dead. Some shows and movies are not for you, and that's okay. It's a quality product that isn't your taste. But if it's nobody's taste, is it still quality? Feel free to settle on a certain percentage threshold of nicheness if you think such a breaking point exists. Okay, it's, well, I guess so. I guess the question is: Is there a show or movie this in a hypothetical scenario that can be made that no one? enjoys um right because in theory the people that are working on it specifically whoever's vision it is probably enjoy some part of it yeah just right from the yeah because i mean if it's if it's going on like a network someone has to green light it so someone is looking at like financials and goes okay yes if it's if there's a white guy in the lead and there's like a hot chick, then this number of people are probably going to be into it. So, yes, we someone's going to enjoy these aspects of it based right. on our algorithm, blah, 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 blah. Space Jam 2 is that's the, right. the entire po- point of Space Jam 2. So those ones, of course, someone will enjoy it. So you have to get like real niche, right. like a, a dude in his basement making a movie. And unless he's making a movie that he hates and like that's the form of art. But in that point. Is he enjoying it because his vision is to hate it? <laughs> right. So it's supposed yeah. to make like. Right. And then like if he it's this weird thing too, the Ouroboros type thing of like if he hates it enough, he likes that he did a good job on yeah. it, which means he somewhat likes it. OK, so then what if it's like <laughs> a Blair Witch thing where it's but okay. it's real. So it's found footage. So no one was planning to make a movie. Of somebody getting murdered, basically. <laughs> Those probably exist, well, unfortunately. I guess, like, like let's assume... Okay, let's say the Blair Witch was real. The person who okay. likes it was whoever found the footage and was like, I'm going to make a movie. Yeah, this is really scary. I like what I made. 
Uh-huh. So that that already disqualifies it. Right. But then like what okay, what if someone didn't edit that footage and they just took that footage and viewed it? Right. With, so with, the police but, find a murder tape. <laughs> Is that even a movie now? Well, well no. Well, I mean, at this point we like who knows what the definition of movie is right like we have uh-huh, to, we have to sure. just break it down to something caught on something recorded right um, uh-huh sure but in that scenario would the person who recorded it like it because that they wanted to record it right okay okay so so we're gonna disqualify that here's another scenario what if you had just okay. like a ring like outdoor security system and it yeah. it sensed movement, so it recorded yeah. the movement. Yeah. This happens all... I've seen so many videos of people just walking by because people uploaded their, like, dumb sec- home security right. thing. So in this scenario, no one is, is choosing to record this. It is happening on a sensor. So I think so that would count. Is, is it quality? I th- well, I think this is a scenario where you can say no one likes this footage. Nobody, yes, nobody actually cares about it in a in any way. I guess I don't think people hate it necessarily. Because I get, I, oh, I guess you could say the person who set up the camera they like that it caught it because it's working. So then, what it has to catch oh, has to no. be bad. So as long as it catches like like a death, right, or just something unappealing. Like a car crash or something. Somebody crashed their car like in front of but, the house. But would the person still be happy that the ring camera turned on and worked properly? I mean, I would be because yeah. do you know how cool it is to see a car crash from like a ring camera? You could put that on YouTube. <laughs> so, okay, but so is there something that could trigger the camera that you would be like, I wish it didn't trigger? I'm not even happy that it worked. I just wish like like I don't know, like a leaf flying by, like it just like flickered on. Yeah, cuz it's probably taking more energy or whatever than it's worth, so that sucks. That's yeah, maybe that's the one way you can make a show or a movie that yeah. no one likes. It's nobody's taste. So is it quality though? I would say it's well no, I guess not. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess not. So, so no, the so breaking in this, point in this is scenario nobody likes it. So is it quality? So the breaking point for this nicheness is it actually has to be automated to a point where nobody actually has anything to gain or lose by owning it, watching it, or anything. Yeah, like the fact that it, it exists is not is me, not positive let, in any way. Let me throw this at you then to okay. get really philosophical. Okay. Start if now, yeah. Nobody yeah. has, nobody cares about it. Nobody's okay. filmed it. Nobody's even like really watched it necessarily. Does it exist? Well, yeah. I mean, this is just the tree falling in the forest <laughs> thing, right? Well, so so let me let me twist this back into like how could this actually work in real life? Okay, you have a security system that we've we've established that deletes yeah. itself every twenty four hours. To clear up space and no one's watched Uh it. 24 hours has elapsed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's how it actually could work. Okay. But then you can get into the whole like, well, we know it's working because it deleted itself. (laughs) 
So I'm happy about that. I'm glad my machine, I'm glad the $200 I spent on this ring security system is working. Okay. To answer, to actually answer this question and not weirdly wax poetic about like if the, well, I think we did answer it. Like, the universe. yes, if someone will like it and we needed to figure out a way to make sure no one liked it. Right. So the answer is, is that it, it is, if it's to nobody's taste, there's still a quality to it. It's a very like art school answer of there's a quality to anything that is made depending on what it tried to do or like, whatever, or I guess. You, you have to qualify what qualities like. Yes, exactly. Even in the scenario quality doesn't up, actually mean anything. Like, like are you talking like visual quality, like narrative quality? Because like even in this in the leaf scenario we set up, it's like, hey, it captured it in 1080p. That's that's right. high definition, baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to say what quality means because quality actually doesn't mean anything. But if it's we just a but if we're just like the context, like, I'm, I, I can almost assume the 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 vibe of this question is like quality being like, did someone in, like, is this worth watching? Right. Which also doesn't mean anything because that is a well, in that scenario. We opinion. just set up a scenario where no one would find it worth watching. Right. And that's the threshold. <laughs> like you need you need a robot to like in You to, basically need automation. You need to automate yeah. to, to to view it and then delete it. And that's the end of it. Right. Yeah. VGC Kenny writes, What games can you think of where your momentum was suddenly halted? And how did that affect your experience with the game? Oh. I have a good one. I mean, I have a good. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Tangle Tower, which was this Apple Arcade game that eventually came out on like every other platform, was a really great like detective, basically adventure game. I really enjoyed it. Good voice acting, well written, funny, looked great. But it got to a point to get to the last area, you had to like pixel hunt every single last thing in this entire like, you know, mansion you were basically in. To the point where I was like, you didn't ex- require me to do that the whole time. And now I'm missing one specific thing. And I have no idea where it is because there's no way of knowing like which areas I've totally scoured. I am not playing your game anymore. Like the the, the way for me to move yeah. forward would be to basically play the entire game again with my fingers crossed. <laughs> no. I remember you talking about this, actually. I was yeah, so bummed because I, I was enjoying that. it so much. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, I mean, the easy answer that's just kind of an overarching one is any of the old RPGs where, like, you just literally couldn't kill a boss because you didn't do enough damage yeah. and now you have to grind. That sucks. That's always sucked. Yeah. Um, no, there's there's definitely been some final fantasy games where i got to the final boss and it was like why why don't you just get like at seven more levels each and it's like because i have a better i have better things to do than five hours of grinding totally yeah yeah um any of those flow state games were literally your momentum and flow state like are halted that sucks like that that the experience of the game then is how easily does it ease you back into the thing? And if it doesn't do that easily, then it's kind of a bummer. Um, well, 
Yes and no, because some of the games, it's like, you know, the the draw of it is how long can I keep this going? You know, right. I got, you know, I'm juggling this. How long can I keep it? Like, I'm just on the edge of losing control, but I'm still hanging on and that's crazy and fun. Um, <laughs> sure. And then, yeah. So, it's, you know, yes and no. But yeah, getting back into that is the best part of it. But, you know, maybe that's. That's something to always try to, like, go for. Sure. What do you feel about games that, like you're doing a main quest or whatever and you're really into it and oh my god i gotta find like my sister who's been kidnapped and this is so like this is so intense and like she's gonna die in 24 hours if i don't find her but this guy needs like 20 loaves of bread so i think i'm gonna go farm for a bit and get that because <laughs> he'll give me a cool thing <laughs> like yeah i mean those well side quests sure. that ruined the flow just kind of take you out of <laughs> out of the the narrative i mean as someone who's played enough video games i kind of just like understand it's like oh this isn't actually like super important i can go do whatever and then there will be a point of no return um but you know you know there are also games that will be like no the next three missions you have to do back to back because we need them to kind of narratively convey this little like mini arc we have going on uh so that's fine, too. I mean, I'm fine with either because like I that's how video yeah. games work. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Uh, Waste of resources writes, what constitutes driving like an asshole? And I think that the answer is just selfishness, right? That's what I was gonna say. Anything where you're kind of prioritizing yourself over the other people. Or yeah. like dangerous driving sure yeah which which i think kind of goes hand in hand because you're probably not yeah kind of i was gonna say you're probably not like make it put making it dangerous for yourself but you could you could absolutely be doing that as well well you're prioritizing enjoyment over responsibility in that case so you're still like wrong priorities just in general yeah but yeah i think the main one is yeah like selfishness is yeah that's that's (laughs) nine times out of ten this reminds me, this is actually a question I've been pondering the last day or two, like on and off. When you turn down, like when you go, when you're about to turn onto a road where you can turn and you will get one lane, but other people going the opposite way can also turn down this road and they will get their own lane. Do you understand what I mean? Like there's the road you're going on has like two lanes wide. And if you're turning left, you can hug the inside lane if they're turning right from the other direction, they can hug their inside lane and you're both going down this road, right? Okay. When this happens, do you trust people enough that you will just keep driving if you two are both signaling and you're turning that they won't... Like wide turn? Like wide turn and hit you? Because there was a time for a long time when I was younger where I would trust it and just be like, well, if I get hit, then they're an idiot and I get like insurance money maybe. And like, we can go to court. And now as I'm older, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to risk dealing with any of this bullshit. I'll wait the extra second to see what they do. Yeah, no, there was definitely a part of me (laughs) growing up where it was just like, I have to trust that they're going to drive correctly. And yeah, I have been shown people will not drive correctly. Um, Totally. I had a cousin. This is a bit of a different scenario. He, was at a stop sign and he, he he wanted to turn right. Like he was exiting like a parking yep. lot or whatever. He wanted to turn right. And someone was coming down towards him in his lane, signaling yep. that they were going to turn into what he was turning out. 
right? right? So they're signaling to the right. So he exits, starts turning. The person T-bones him. Yeah, they forgot. They left their light on. He got in trouble because he was at a stop sign. Yes. Yep. Which is insane. (laughs) It is insane. Um, Just more asshole driving things. If you're going to turn and you're not signaling, fuck you. I feel like if you're changing lanes and not signaling, (laughs) like signal. Sure. You can't over signal. If you're Agreed. planning to do something that, were, that where a signal would work, signal. Like, <laughs> listen, even if you leave your signal on and you're not planning on changing over, if I see that signal, I'm going to give you room anyway. And it, like, I'll be annoyed that you forgot it on, but at least I won't be fucking dead. Yeah. So just use your signal. <laughs> yeah. People know the signal is, is crazy to me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know who needs to hear that, but fuck you <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, TC Golden writes, what would be a good video game you could turn into a musical? Bioshock. Oh, yeah? Okay. What makes you say that? I don't know. There's something operatic feeling about that game and how it progresses, especially with, like, kind of finding out who Atlas is later. And, like, there's stuff about it that feels like you could do some cool musical numbers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Operatic, I think, is a great word for that. I'm trying to... I almost think like anything could turn into a musical because like sure any of the set pieces would be. I, I guess they ha- I guess anything narrative because any of the set pieces would be yeah. these big like momentous uh, like musical numbers, which would be cool. I'm yeah. not I don't think a Picross game as a musical would be very good or like maybe you right. would get one song singing about how Picross works and then I don't know how you make another song in that. Um what about a WarioWare game? I mean, to be fair, the <laughs> WarioWare games have a narrative. There's like a campaign mode to get through it. Uh huh. Um, I could, yeah. I I mean, I could see that just be with how crazy it is. You'd have a pretty like ridiculous kind of musical going on. Um. Yeah. I think as long as there's some kind of narrative, like why not? So, like, sure. Can you think of anything with a narrative that wouldn't fit? okay that wouldn't because it's also hard because when i think about these games they have a soundtrack so now it's just like okay and then what if someone was just like singing along to what is happening at this moment in the game from a story standpoint it's like yeah i think like this works sure sure yeah i mean there have been stage plays made of games and stuff that are close enough the near games or near in general has like a bunch of that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's got like the music right there for you. So like, Resident Evil has a stage play that's canon. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know that there is one where like narrative was, it has a strong narrative that wouldn't be doable. I will say. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, to get a little closer to the question, they're asking a good one. Uh, so is there, is there one that you would like want to see the immediately? The one that kind of came to my mind was was Hi-Fi Rush, because that's just on my brain at the moment. That game is just oh, so rock fun. Um, so, yeah. yeah, like a rock opera would be very cool in that scenario. for yeah. sure. Uh, oh, that would be so sick. Maybe like. I'm trying to think if like the maybe the sadder narrative games, maybe they that just I don't know if that would be enjoyable, like. Like Last of Us or something. 
Uh, I could I could maybe see Last of Us because there's an element of like action and there's a lot of like uh, right like uh, not not exactly politics but like different uh, characters vying for power and stuff. I could see that, but I was thinking more stuff like Gone Home. Yeah, like weird meandering type, like, like walking simulator stuff, games like what, might be what hard. What remains of Edith? Well, that one has like set pieces, so I get you could do a song for each person. But what about um, what's the one where you're in like the English small town, and it has really slow walking speed, and everyone was upset about that? Oh my god! Yeah, with, like, what the, the hell was with that? The, with the light orbs. What was the name of that one? It was like one of the first ones. Well, it was. It was definitely. What was it was it? very very old. what the hell was but like yeah about? like the, like walking simulators maybe those wouldn't work very well yeah 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 people saying ace attorney musical that would work perfectly like absolutely yeah. and that that game's all almost any anime one or like rpg which is very anime connected like there is already so much like emotion <laughs> that they're putting in there like hyper emotion that like yeah that would absolutely make sense everyone's gone to the rapture that's the game thank you right Maybe that wouldn't yeah. work very well yeah it's funny because you said what remains of edith finch and that's like the one exception i think that w- of those that would work well <laughs> right well yeah because like each character that you come across they they like they have a whole unique art style and unique genre like that would work cool because it would be like all right now this one's hip-hop and now this one's country music and now we're gonna do an opera for this one like that one would work that would be a very cool one for sure yeah 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 call of duty the musical could you do i mean you could but i don't think that would be very good <laughs> like i'm trying to think i know the th- those are those are basically just action movies so there there is a narrative yeah. there but and this is maybe more of a question for you is there enough interest in the narrative that is not just like shooting people uh yeah i mean there's probably enough the problem is 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 i don't think that's the strong points of those games so i don't think it would translate well because the strong points of the that those games are the mechanical doing the thing or whatever the story bits are tropey and kind of bad in a fun way i don't know that i want to hear soap singing like i don't care about any of the dudes like singing about war or whatever yeah well i mean if the narrative's strong because i'm thinking like okay what about like a spec ops the line musical that would be more doable i think because that game is more of a narrative driven thing than yeah. the call and that one games. like like it goes from like action movie to like oh this is like extremely upsetting and so I could yeah. I could you could you could see hear the changes in the song. We're doing a very like low mellow song for this white phosphorus section, and yeah, maybe that would work. I just looked up if there was a musical for Apocalypse Now because it would be very similar, I think, and there is not, so oh, it might okay. be something that could work. All right. All right, that's going to do it for questions this week. Thank you for writing them in. If you would like to send in questions uh, going forward, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Hi-Fi Rush. And I'm going to give it to a space for the Unbound. Nice. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week.
Bye.